This is DJ Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse practitioner, Bree. Today I'm going to be talking about LDL cholesterol. And I'm going to be discussing, of course, another thing about pregnancy, stretch marks. Okay. After that, I'll pop up a bottle and see what comes out. Are you ready? I am ready. We're on location, bitch. Yeah, I was about to say we're on location. I'm going to introduce all y'all. Let's, let's go ahead and do that. Go ahead and introduce everybody, Bree. We're on location at the best restaurant, in some people's opinions, called Crackling Jack's. My husband and then his wonderful friends from Jersey, Lance and Monica, are joining us tonight as our special guests. Say hey, guys. Hi guys, this What's is Lance going? from Cracklin' Jacks. <laughs> What's going on guys? That's Mike. Mike in the background there, drinking his white cloth. I was like, y'all heard Michael's voice a couple of times on this podcast. He's joining us once again. It's fun, I love it. Perfect. Alright, so uh, who wants to start today? You want me to go first? I think we should do the rehab corner. Rehab corner, alright. Today I'm going to be talking about something that I consider very controversial. It's LDL cholesterol. So... Uh, most people have heard of LDLs being the bad cholesterol. That's certainly what I learned in school as a physical therapist. Learned HDLs good, high and happy, that's what you say, and then LDLs bad, and the goal is always to lower the LDL, right? Is that what you learned, Brie? LDLs bad? Yep. Well, it turns out it's way more nuanced than that. So uh, I want to dive into it because I think it's important. I think a lot of the medical advice out there might be slightly slanted in the wrong direction. So, now, again, let's do a warning. Please this is not medical advice. Listen to your general practitioner yes. and do not take what we say for like the word. Like I'm just passing information. Yes. Alright. So first off, LDL is not even cholesterol. It's just a molecule that transports cholesterol around. So you eat food, and your food goes to your liver, and then it takes the fats and then stuffs them into a molecule called LDL. Well it starts off a different molecule, but it becomes LDL and then goes around delivers the cholesterol to the tissues. Now cholesterol is good. You need cholesterol for life. Everyone sort of thinks that cholesterol is bad. That's cholesterol's what, good. Cholesterol, yeah, you need cholesterol for life. Uh, and in fact, there are genetic disorders. If you don't produce enough cholesterol, you, you don't live very long. And in fact, the uh, remedy for that is give the kids egg yolks, by the way. Anyways, uh, so LDL basically goes around from tissue to tissue, delivering its cholesterol. And as it gets smaller and smaller, it, it basically, um, as it empties the contents, it actually shrinks down and becomes HDL, high-density lipoprotein. That's the normal process. Uh, so there is an association between heart attack, stroke, and high levels of LDL in the blood. Uh, but that is a very simplistic look at it. So LDL in itself is not bad. What is bad is when LDL gets oxidized. So there are certain foods that you can eat that will damage the molecule. So there's a little protein called apple B that's on the surface of the molecule. As it goes to a tissue, the tissue has a receptor and recognizes that apple B. It's like a key card to let it into the cell. So what could happen is through some bad diet choices, that apple B protein gets damaged and now the LDL goes to the tissue and the tissue doesn't let it in, like a bouncer kicking you out of the club. And then the LDL is left to circulate in the blood and that's what leads to basically inflammation in the endothelial uh, walls and giving you like, basically fatty streaks. So the question is, what caused the damage to the LDL protein? And it's basically a diet high in processed sugars and more than that, a diet high in polyunsaturated fatty acids. So that's linoleic acid. That's basically what you get in vegetable oils. So that's corn oil, safflower oil, soybean oil, canola oil. There's like a list of eight of them. Uh, they're 
they're bad. They're really bad. They're not really meant for humans to ingest. In fact, they get they were invented as a machine lubricant initially. But somehow it's made its way into our diets, and now it's basically ubiquitous. So uh, you know, I always tell people about this. They say, "Well, you know, I never use vegetable oil. I only use olive oil." But yeah, what you have to realize, it's basically in everything that comes in a package. So next time you go to the store, look at the ingredients. You're going to find canola oil, soybean oil. You're going to see some of these ingredients. I mean, it's even in hummus. So uh, I'm not giving advice, but I will say that I avoid vegetable oils like it's cancer because it basically is. You know, that's why that doctor created that diet called Whole30. Like, if it has more than a certain amount of ingredients in it, you're not supposed to eat it. That's right. Um, so I agree with that. A lot of stuff is processed. We already know it's bad for us, but yeah. sometimes it's just really good. Yeah, so diet high in sugar and, high, and uh, vegetable oils is basically a standard American diet. So I do want to point out, though, that if you do like an animal-based diet or you do a ketogenic diet, your LDL number will go up. And that's normal. That's supposed to happen. But that's fine if it's not in the presence of all the sugars and vegetable oils. So the LDL number um, is a bit of a simplistic look at your actual cholesterol and uh, cardiovascular health. If you really want, there's a, two things you can do. There's a test you can do that's a little more specific, costs a little more money, uh, but it'll separate the different types of LDL, where it's damaged or non-damaged. That's one option. The other option is you can look at your HDL to triglycerides ratio. So if you divide triglycerides by HDL and it's less than two, you're probably in a good place. If it's greater than four, that's bad. So that's and just a general rule. And doctor's office should do that. They should. When you go to the physician and they do draw your blood work, they should discuss what the difference in between the two and they usually have a ratio for you already printed out. Yeah. So, but that doesn't always happen. And people see LDL bad, and, and that's another interesting point because there's reference ranges on those charts, right? Yes. And those re reference ranges are just, that means norm, like as in normative values. That doesn't mean optimal. And the other thing is that those reference points, those goalposts change over the years. And it just reflects the average of the population. So just because it's outside reference range does not necessarily mean it's bad. So. Did we get to the Q&A portion yet? <laughs> That's all I have. All the technical stuff's done, right? For Lance, for the rehab corner, all that's done. Yeah, that's what but I have. But the main thing is to uh, watch your diet, pretty much. Watch what you put inside of your body, because you are what you eat and drink. Google uh, hateful eight vegetable oils. There's a list of the oils you should avoid. Well, definitely, Dr. Chris, what are we supposed to use instead of this oil? Because I like to still deep fry things. Uh, don't. Oh, Air fry gosh. it or use butter. Oh, all my fun is gone. <laughs> don't oh, touch it. Deep fry is no good. Uh, Avoid that. No we more church chicken. Which you should go back and listen to our season one where Chris discussed different types of oils and how certain oils are not supposed to be over a certain amount of degrees because then it can be toxic to your body. Yeah, it becomes unstable, yeah. Uh, I mean, I will point out that polyunsaturated fatty acids, that's what vegetable oils are, are necessary. We do need a certain amount of them, but it's like two percent or something like that of your uh, your calories. The, the problem is now most Americans have like thirty percent of their calories are coming from that. So everything's been tipped way out of balance. So I mean, you're going to naturally get proofosicol, these acids, in vegetables, in animal foods already. So there's no reason to add more because you're going to tip everything way out of the balance. Yep. Yep. Wow. <laughs> Sounds good, Chris. Yep, there you go. That's what I have for you. What do you got for me, Brie? So over here in your weekly dose of BS, we will be discussing stretch marks. I will have to say this has been 
tough on me the last couple of weeks of my pregnancy. Um, I started to develop them probably around 27, 28 weeks. They just came out of nowhere and they have been growing and growing. And so I did research on what I could do. Everything that you find to help reduce or get rid of them is pretty much oil body, drink, hydrate your body, moisturize your body. I've done that. I've moisturized like three times a day. I drink hardly anything but water and I still have stretch marks. So I think that's a bunch of BS and bullshit. <laughs> it is genetic. It is genetic. There's nothing you can do about it. But according to the American Pregnancy Association, um, stretch marks aren't harmful. They're literally about vanity. Women don't like it on their body, which I think we should normalize it. But there's nothing that you can really do besides you could have a stomach surgery, um, a tummy tuck. That can help decrease your stretch marks. They can fade with time. And now there's new lasers out there that helps decrease the appearance of them. Um, Did you come across any vitamin E in your research? Yes, vitamin E and then almond oil is supposed to be really good for stretch marks. But again, it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's genetic. There's nothing you can do about it. So if you're, one of your parents have it, you're more than likely going to have it. I have one friend that was like, oh, I didn't do anything and I didn't get any stretch marks, but I got them on my boobs. And I had another friend that was like, she tried everything under the sun. She got stretch marks the entire time. And there's another thing called melasma that happens in some pregnancies because of the hormone. It's pretty much your hormone changes. Your hormones in your body with the baby fluctuates, which causes your the skin underneath to thin. And then they start stretching as you grow, as the baby grows. So... Well, I'm, I'm sure Michael's going to love you regardless. I know my wife complains about her stretch marks, but I, don't, I can't even see them. Michael, are you going to love me? <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I mean, I have a question about these stretch marks. So they're not harmful. No. And they're obviously genetic that you get them, but there has to be something you can do even though they're genetic. You, none of these almond oils or vitamin E oils will do anything to decrease the appearance? No. They will fade over time. I just have you have to live with them. Once your hormones go back to normal, the stretch marks will eventually fade after a couple of months after you have the baby. My own personal opinion is we stop, we have to stop body shaming people that have stretch marks. Stretch, stretch marks are natural. It happens. Anyone can get their stomach stapled and get their butt done, but. Uh, you just have to appreciate people for what they have, and, and it's completely natural. I'm not a scientist or a health freak, but that's just my own personal opinion. Well, that's thank you for that. There you go. He likes those big old stretch marks, <laughs> looking like I-75 running across that belly. This All is right. why people have issues with stretch marks because of foolish people like Lance. <laughs> Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and pretend like I'm going to pop a bottle of wine because I'm already drinking some wine. We've, oh, well, I haven't been drinking, but everybody else at the table has been drinking for a little while. <laughs> we would not shame you if you wanted a small glass of wine. It's okay. Alright, so I'm drinking the uh, House Cabernet here at uh, Cracklin' Jacks. Because we're on location. This yep. is our first location that we've done in a while. I know we did one when we were on our honeymoon. We were supposed to do one in Brazil, but... Dr. Chris was having way too much fun to yeah. talk to me. <laughs> I was like, nope, we'll do it when I get back. Oh, wow. <laughs> Street reporting, taking so, it from the streets, I like it. Now we are back in Naples, Crackling Jacks. It's a, a fun little restaurant that's off of on Collier Boulevard. It pretty much has um, frog legs, gator tail, okra, just, I feel like. It's like Florida exotic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, and, kinda, uh, it's like a, what's that, what's that man called? Tiger Joe? 
Oh yeah, it's definitely Tiger King. Tiger King. It's, uh, Tiger King definitely has been yeah, here. It's got a vibe here. It does give you some Tiger King vibes. And his ex, or the, her, his competition too, right? What's her Carol Baskin's been here Carol too. Carol Baskin's probably a temp too. Oh wow. Oh no. It is fun, and that's why we decided to do our show today, tonight on over here. Yeah, well, I have questions. Okay, go for it. You don't have questions. You just want to talk. What you want I to do say? want to talk. I have lots to talk about. Oh, Stretch marks, vanity. So how do we change that in society? What do we need to do? How can I be proactive about changing the opinion of stretch marks in America? I don't want people going around feeling bad because they got a little extra something something. You know, Lance, I agree. I just feel like it has to be like the new norm. It's really hard to change other people's opinions. But then as a woman, I have to not care. Because my mom said the only person that's going to see me naked is Michael, which is true. But what about when you're on that bikini in the Bahamas? I guess I just won't wear a bikini. Oh my goodness. No, that is the opposite of helping. You got to go out there, you wear that bikini, and you show those marks off. My mom has stretch marks. She's been using them for 30 years to keep me to do whatever she wants to do. You see this stretch mark? This is from you. Go take out the I garbage. I did say I was going to do that to Elizabeth. If she ever gave me trouble, I'd be like, you see this picture? This is before you. You see this picture? This is after you. You should do whatever I say to do because you fucked my body up. <laughs> oh, oh, God. No, not you fucked Oh, my goodness. I think it's sexy when someone has flaws and, and wears them with pride. Walks around like, I'm not ashamed of this. I think that in itself is sexy. It braces. Get a little tattoo over it. Make it make it a decoration so people look at it. I should, somebody <laughs> told me they were tiger stripes. I should just put a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little claw like you got scratched or something. I like it. I don't know what else. No. Dr. Chris, did we talk about coconut oil? Did you mention coconut oil earlier? Uh, I didn't talk about that but so because I get that question a lot. So coconut oil is generally good if it's unrefined. So there is unrefined. You can refine it. So so what makes the oil bad is the process. So there's nothing like wrong with the soybean itself, but if you have to uh, apply industrial levels of heat to extract the oil, that changes the molecule. And that's what makes it unstable. So if you can cold press it like an olive, it's fine. Uh, but you so with the coconut, you can refine it by applying a lot of heat to it, and then it becomes unstable and really bad for you. So oh, wow. make sure you get unrefined. Unrefined. Oh, yep, I learned that. Is that for Whole cooking 30. as well as your skin? or? Yeah, cooking. Yeah, you know, and I don't even cook with oil anymore. I just cook with butter. Really? Yeah, because that could theoretically destabilize it. Yeah. Alright. Thank you, sir. That was our awesome sir. He's taking great care of us. You know what I mean? What's his name? Keeping the wines going. I think his name is Steve. Somebody else thinks it's Jeff. Who cares? I think he looks like a Rick. He looks like he walks like a rick. He walks like a. He gives me Ricky Bobby vibes. Yeah, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shake and bake, baby. Shake and bake. Monica, you need to talk and tell us how it is being in Florida since you just got here. Yeah, Monica's visiting from New Jersey. And how long have you been here for? About eight hours, I think. Eight hours. Yay! <laughs> My besties here. Besides this amazing podcast, what's been the highlight so far? Yeah, and I'm from yeah. Boston. In Boston, it's illegal to have. They happy have hours. no happy hour. Yeah. Yes, except for the one place that oh, we love. Oh, there is a place by Faneuil Hall. Yeah. It's like an Asian-inspired, and they do karaoke. Yeah. And we went Hong there Kong. in Boston, Hong oh, Kong. Yes, I know that. Yes, 
that they have like whatever specials over there, and I sang. Uh, a lot of yeah, they probably did. Y'all just gonna call them out on the podcast? I don't know. I love you, Hong Kong. It was really good. If you go there, sing Yeah about Usher. People loved it. I did it, and everybody loved it. What about Ekozilla? That was Michael. This is so fun. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Any other questions, Lance? No, not on the topic. You know, I just think of things. I don't want to ruin the topic for the evening. Oh, my God. Actually, I do have a question. Do you ever yeah. use like bacon fat to cook food in? Yeah, yeah. I do. Um, in general, I, I I eat a lot of red meat, and I try to avoid a lot of. I don't, I still eat pork and chicken, but I don't eat a lot of it because they're in this country. Unfortunately, fed a lot of corn and soy, so uh, chicken and pork tend to be higher in those poofas because of their diet. Because they're not eating what they're supposed to be eating. So you know, if I you know if I could find like. Uh, chicken that's organic, I, I would I would eat that. And same thing with the pork. But yes, I, I would cook in bacon. I still think that's better than cooking in, you know, vegetable oil. Okay. And it's delicious. So, how's vegetable oil for stretch marks? <laughs> I think we ought to give that a try. Add that to the list. Bree, you're not doing anything. Rub some vegetable oil. It's not good for your insides, but maybe it's good for your stretch marks on the outside. You know, Lance, you said you had stretch marks, so why don't you try it? I do have stretch marks, and my stretch marks are from stress. Because I've had a very stressful month. I've been looking for an apartment, living with some of the worst roommates ever, and I just have a lot of stretch marks from that. We told him he could live with the cat outside of Crackling Jacks (laughs) for a little while. I'm sure they would be happy to take him in. Well, we we could put together a little randomized control trial where you two could be the participants. One's going to be the control, one's going to be the, the trial. And I could give one of you and not tell you vegetable oil to rub on your uh, stretch marks and one olive oil. And, and we'll take pictures before and after. Can we do that in the winter? Because it's too hot out here. I'm afraid I'll go outside and cook in that vegetable oil. I don't want to do All that. I said, I'm not going to do that right now because I'll be I'm walking around smelling like chicken. But afterwards, I'm all about a randomized trial. Actually, it's kind of interesting you bring that up, though, because um, I have been reading some papers on diets high in polyunsaturated fatty acids leading to sunburn because those oils, they're, they're being embedded in your cells and changing the way your cells are basically be exposed to the sun. Really? So, yeah, I, you know, I don't, nothing's definitive, but it's a definitely interesting idea. Well, that's something to think about, especially as an African-American male where I already have less vitamin D and the way my skin's affected by the sun is definitely different than some others. Right. Well, you have a little more protection, generally. Yeah, I Which still get a nice golden it. toasty brown when I'm out in the sun, though. And actually, Bree and I were just discussing that. There's an interesting theory going around with COVID that a lot of uh, African Americans being sort of affected more so because they have dark, darker pigment. That means they need more sun exposure to get adequate levels of vitamin D. Ooh, right. And vitamin D is big and uh, defeating yeah, viruses. Not either, and we're yeah. being told to stay inside, lock down, and not get sun, basically. So there, there's a theory going around that that's Isn't that's vitamin D like a part of the whole like seasonal depression thing or whatever? Probably, yeah. I mean, that's the number one thing that goes away when you're living inside. Really? So, yeah. So wow. It's interesting, interesting So concept. people are stuck inside, they're unhappy, they're not getting their vitamin D, and they're probably not getting that other vitamin D either, except for Bree and Mike out here making babies. By the way, lots of vitamin D in egg yolk and liver. So, Ooh. Yeah. 
but nobody's eating fucking liver, so. I do. Oh, I love liver. What's wrong with that liver? That is nasty. I eat it like so two, three times a week. It's very good for you. That is nasty. Yeah. Sometimes the best like? things don't taste the right. Chicken. No, it doesn't taste like chicken. Uh, it's got kind of a. It's a mineral taste. Like yeah. 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 Like a penny. Yeah. Like putting a penny in your mouth. Yeah, egg yolks and liver is like nature's multivitamin. Wow. Oh my god, who knew you could disseminate so much information in like 30 minutes? You guys are good. <laughs> I've learned a thing or two and I wasn't expecting it. I'm just here having a good time. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, that's what this podcast is all about. I have another question. Is there anything that worsens the appearance of stretch marks? Okay, so the myth is you're not supposed to scratch them. Because your skin, when your skin's stretching, it itches. And if you scratch, it's supposed to make it worse. So, I did learn, which we tried this morning, that if you're itching, you should try to put ice on it because it decreases the inflammation. And it didn't irritate your skin as much. Yeah. And how'd you feel? I love the ice on my belly. I mean, I'm sure Elizabeth didn't like the ice on my belly, but it felt good to What does she know? She wasn't moving. She was kicking my ribs. She was like, uh, what is this cold? This cold feeling that I'm feeling right now. We live in Florida and you keep your air on 77, Mom. What is this? <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to discuss? Should we wrap this one up? We can wrap it up. Super excited. We got six great. weeks so I can drink again. I'm excited about yeah. that. Yeah, we're, we're popping uh, major party for I think we'll have to. Absolutely. I think we'll have to do like a one hour special. Oh, I I'd like probably that. be a, like a glass in and be drunk, so. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get you drunk in the podcast. I have to say how much I appreciate being here. Now that I'm officially a Florida resident, I'm living Woo. Bonita. These guys suckered me into coming down here just by how amazing they are. I had to come down here and see Chris and Bree and, of course, my old friend for 13 years, Michael. So this is just really great. I'm so happy I could be a part of this. I know we're so excited here. that Lance, Monica, and Michael were on the podcast tonight. And don't forget to check out our website that we have now. What's the website link, Chris? Poppinbottlespodcast.com. Boop, boop. And then look at us on Instagram, underscore poppin, underscore bottles. Follow, like, and then also Chris just has a YouTube channel where he is now live. Where I, can, I have the ability to go live. I haven't gone live yet, but um, I will be. I'll be going live on Instagram and YouTube with some of my thoughts. So but I'll announce that. There's a lot of fun, fun things happening soon. Please tune in. And like I said, DM us, email us so we can answer questions that you may have and then give us topics that you want us to talk about. Also, I know you're probably sick of pregnancy. <laughs> Isn't Lance? Did he say that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the asshole that said that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Also, I'll mention there's a free PDF you can download. It's a nine-point checklist of how to stay healthy. Just go to that website, poppingballspodcast.com. Put your email and your name, and you get a free download. Nine points? Nine-point checklist. It's free. It's giving people nine things they can do to be healthy for yep. free? Yep. There you go. Freebie. There you go. So fun. <laughs> Well, right. guys, we will see you soon. This is so exciting. Yay. This Pop is DJ bottles. Dr. Chris. And it's your favorite nurse Woo. practitioner, Bree. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Woo. That was great. Do you have unexplained pain? Or do you wonder just how healthy you are? When was the last time you had your blood tested? Blood chemistry analysis is a great way to stay ahead of any health conditions. And now you can have control of your health with Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked is an incredible company that sends blood tests to your home. You can choose from over 30 different tests, whether that's liver function, testosterone, micronutrient, cholesterol, or C-reactive protein, which is a marker for inflammation. 
It's sent to you with free shipping and you get results in two to five days. No physician referral needed. Use the code DPT20 for 20% off. Go to letsgetcheck.com and use the code DPT20.